Okay, that should be good. You ready? I'm ready. Have you, can you, can, you probably haven't seen how janky my uh, setup is, have you? Dude, I, I, I can't see how janky your setup is, but I'm so nervous trying to shoot from my kitchenette area right now after being in the studio with you handling the sound. Like, I just don't know what this is going to sound like when we're done. Forgive it's, us, everybody listening at home, working in the car. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Don't even worry about it. Um, hell, I say we just get started. What do you say? Let's do it. If you want to go and take a ride with me with three wheeling in the fall with the goldies, oh, why must I live this way? If you want to go and get high with me, smoke a L in the back of the Benzy, oh, why must I feel this way? You're listening to China Podcast, the show about an aspiring comic and next con trying to start over and make good after years of fucking it up. Oh yeah, and they try to make it radio friendly for some reason. Now here's your host and Mike One, Jeremy. <laughs> Dude, I freaking hate you. What? What am I then? Uh, yeah, oh, I'm supposed to introduce you, and I'm here with my uh, with my co-host. No, 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 no. Say, say, what the hell was that again? Go back to it. Can you just go back to that last part one more time? Uh, yeah. Because I thought we were starting our podcast. <laughs> Let me see what just, I can do. Can, can you just go ahead and go back to that last part? Yeah, let me see what I can fast forward to. Hang on, just a second. Yeah, sure. Yeah, please. Because I'd, like, I'd really like to hear it. Okay, okay. Please. So, so you don't like the, uh, the 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 new intro that I commissioned? So far, I freaking hate it. <laughs> Play it again. All right, let's see here. Hang on. I'm going to fast forward a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Please do. Just get to the quote unquote good part. Okay. Here we go. You're listening to Try to Podcast, the show about an aspiring comic and an ex-con trying to start over and make good after years of fuck it up. Oh yeah, and they try to make it radio friendly for some reason. Now here's your host and Mike One, Jeremy. <laughs> okay, I mean we're gonna let that go for this episode, I guess. But okay, what do you mean? You're, you're you're the friendly aspiring comic, and I am just the a-hole who screwed everything up. <laughs> and here comes you, the hero of the hour, to make things right. Yeah. Yeah. What's the matter? <laughs> oh, my God. Is that what you've been doing on the beach, is trying to find new ways to piss me off? Essentially. <laughs> did, it, did it work? Hey, just real quick, at the top of the show, before I forget, a shout-out to Kaylee. She is one of our younger listeners. Probably shouldn't be listening. Oh, is that who followed us on? Shout out for a while, and there it is, Kaylee. Thank you so much. Is that who uh, followed us on Facebook recently? Me? Is that who followed us on Facebook recently? I, I saw somebody who looked rather young follow us, following us on Facebook, and I thought, oh no. No, 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 no. That's not. I don't okay. know who that is. We should go back and check. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. So you're not a fan of the new intro, though. I thought I thought you'd like that. We had agreed upon me being the the aspiring comic and you being the uh, the ex-con. I guess it was everything after that. Oh no, you're you're grouping everything together with the ex-con being no. If you listen closely, it says 
Uh, okay, it's it you being the host. I mean, come on, dude. Come on, what? Come on. Okay, I, I get the host thing. I did that to tick you off. But <laughs> but the description was for both of us. And we changed it to, and here's your hosts. Plural. <laughs> that sounds bad. I don't know about that. I, I. Oh my god. Okay. Well, let's just let's just cut the whole thing then. Maybe if maybe if you um, want to put together some sort of intro, maybe we can do it that way. Oh yeah, I have a great one. As a matter of fact, let me just go and shoot from the fly. Okay. Hit the music for me, please. Oh, okay, uh, let's see here. Um, let's see. I'll have to fast forward again, so bear with me. I've got uh, two different things here. You're you're uh, you're making oh, me work. No, 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 no! You just go and play the whole song like this is the start of the show. Okay, so we'll do the old intro. Hit it. We'll do the old intro. Here we go. Oh no, it it failed. What's oh? Well, hey, everybody, here's an aspiring comic and his badass ex-con friend who's carrying the show on his shoulders, Mike 2 Brian. Oh, no, that doesn't. Does that one not sound that good? (laughs) I do like it. Even in your fantasy, you are still Mike (laughs) 2. Yeah, even in my fantasy, I'm still taking it in the A. Yep, that's right. That's right. So, everyone, welcome back. It's good to be recording again. Even though I will miss my former friend, Jeremy. I miss him. <laughs> I wish he was still here. Uh, but he's not. He is in Florida soaking it up. That's right. And even though we are having good weather here in Kent, what, what are you drinking? This is called a uh, Copper Tail Brewing uh, Free Dive IPA. I want to tell you about beer here in just a second, though. So get, get, get it over with, Brian. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay, let's let him get to the most important thing in the world, which is alcohol in weed. <laughs> oh. So, anyway, guys, we are glad to be recording for you. Sorry you couldn't be in the studio where things are better and more uh, well put together and smooth, but we're still here for you today doing a show. Uh, Jeremy's going to be talking about his ex, um, I don't know, whatever he's doing down there in Florida, hanging out with, with weirdos at bars uh. and such. We're going to talk about some good news I had in my life. Oh, yes. And yeah. I think right now, Jeremy's going to tell us about a beer. Yeah. No, I mean, this is not anything too special, but uh, we, we talk all the time about uh, condescending a-holes and uh, how they have to tell you that the beer you're drinking is awful. Well, yes, snobs. have you heard about the new Dogfish Head uh, beer? Dogfish Head is a brewery. Okay. No, never that at all. They have a new beer out there that is the most condescending beer I've ever heard of in my entire life. It is a uh, it's it's called like an eight millimeter uh, IPA, and they they claim that you can use the beer to develop eight millimeter film. What the hell? Now that's super condescending. I can imagine some hipster out there. With his old camera, looking like Mark from Rent. Exactly. <laughs> a documentary about his skateboarding friend. He's just sitting there at the bar, right? And now he is developing, he's multitasking, he's drinking, he's developing film, yep. and then drinking the beer when he's done. Right, yeah, I can just and picture it, it in the... I can picture it in the tray and the film sitting in there and he's like dipping it in there and using the little tool to keep it in the, in the, in the, uh, in the beer. And then he just, yes, and then and he then, drinks. <laughs> but the, the, the dumbest thing about the whole thing is it says you can use it to develop your, your, your film, but it still takes three additional ingredients to actually be able to develop it. So sorry, dogfish head, your beer does not in fact develop film. 
you still need three okay. additional ingredients. It does take like three steps. I cannot remember exactly what those steps are. Right. Most of the time I spent in the dark room of photography class was filling on breasts. <laughs> but they, but one of the ingredients for this is, is something like that additive that, that you, that you pour in the filament or whatever it is. One of them is the actual liquid that you have to use to develop film. So I'm like, it just sound healthy to me because all of those chemicals, I remember clearly when I was touching said breast smelled <laughs> quite uh, toxic. Well, you know, you don't add that to the actual beer. It's the beer that you can actually, you just add to the, the development. Either way, it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. And I think beer craft beer has finally jumped the shark, which is funny because now and I'm going to say this just, just to be, you know, in all honesty and upfront, I don't know anything really about film development, but I can right. tell you that Teresa was very well developed. I mean, I will never forget <laughs> this one. She was on the yearbook staff, and oh my God, she was hot. Yeah, speaking of staffs. Yeah. <laughs> you, got yours, you got yours worked on, huh? <laughs> yeah, but a long time ago. I the just, old bank, though. But they, they, they totally jumped the shark, which is kind of ironic because Dogfish Head is one of the premier craft breweries that's been around for like the last 15 years. It used to be that you couldn't get certain beers in certain regions, and Dogfish Head is one of the first ones to branch out and become bigger than just what the region was. And now they're the ones jumping the shark. So it's over. It's over, Brian. Everybody's, we have now peaked. We've hit peak craft brewery, and we're now on the way down to having the craft that you usually drink. So everybody will be drinking Bud Light with me very soon talking about like, do you remember when they used to have craft beers? <laughs> it'll, it'll actually be the hipsters who are drinking like Pabst Blue Ribbon right now who are yes. saying, like, like going back to the domestics is going to be the next hipster thing. I'm calling it you right know, here. It probably will be being the trendsetter that I am. It probably will happen. And you're not trendsetting if you've never moved any direction. Yeah, that's not, that's not trend trendsetting. Very consistent. That's right. That's right. The trend is very consistent. Right. I'm stuck in the 90s as far as clothing and beer. Yeah, I do like your Callahan, uh, uh, your Callahan shirt right there. Yeah, my Tommy Boy shirt, clearly a 90s That's movie. Right, right exactly. Why right. <laughs> can't I get out of it? So we, anyway. we have a lot more to talk about than just uh, what you tease because we still have to get to the uh, Poly D concert. And uh, so it's a Poly D concert versus your sleep study. Oh, yes, the sleep study, which I I got to tell you, folks, I freaked out. I freaked out. What did you freak out about? What is there possibly to freak out about? First all you have to do is sleep. I was going to say that we had this big plan to do a remote uh, partial broadcast yeah. from the Shamrocks and Shenanigans yeah. event yeah. with Polly D from the Jersey Shore. <laughs> right. And uh, this is going to be great. It's going to be a fantastic outing for the show, way to promote. Way to get up there and rub elbows with some people, get to know them. And, of course, my doctor's office calls and says, hey, your sleep study is going to be on – what was the date? Was it the 17th? 17th. Yeah, 17th, I think. Yeah, on the 17th, I'm like, oh, great. I've been looking forward to this. I cannot wait to get that done. I get in the calendar on my phone, and it says on there that that is St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. They – my sleep test for St. Patrick's Day. It's so weird that it was on a Sunday night. They only do them on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Huh. So make sure that in one way or another, they ruin your weekend. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what. If you do it on a Friday, you're getting it out of the way. Well, you know, and they tried to schedule it on Friday. And okay. I said, don't take my Friday from me. Come on. And they said, okay, we'll just put it on Sunday. And I'm like, oh, that sounds great because Sundays are worthless. Perfect. Right. Right. And 
I found out that it was St. Patrick's Day. Right, right. So, so we. Of course, the show must go on. You and producer Sarah continue on to the Power and Light District. That's right. We get down there and. You found when you got there? We had the VIP ticket, so we got to go up in like. Of course, we only do big things. That's right. That's right. We only do big things. So we got up to the second floor. The second floor was kind of cordoned off for the VIP. With the VIP tickets, you also got free drinks, free booze, access to the bathrooms. Yes. You know, every the clean bathrooms. The clean bathrooms. And it's very important to producer Sarah. Also, you're not in with the great unwashed down there. You get to look. Yes. You literally very get washed. You literally get to look down on them, which is the best. That's the best. Looking down on people is the best. Shit, if I was down there with him. I would still be looking down on them, right? But just not literally, right? Right. It takes a lot more work to look down on them when you're down amongst them. It's really easy <laughs> to look down on them when you're up above. Um, but but we get there and there are already people. It's like two hours before the show starts. They just have music playing down there, and uh, and, and there are already people stumbling, bumbling, and fumbling all over everybody else. There are people grinding on each other, and I'm like, oh man, this is already getting crazy. There are people already like. Uh, jammed up against the st- where the stage is going to be because they didn't want you know they want to get the they want to get the best standing room only seats in the house even though Kansas City Live is pretty basic it's a pretty small venue relatively speaking so no matter what you're going to have a decent view and there's a huge jump uh, no matter where you're at you're close to the action right and there's a huge jumbotron that everybody's going to be looking at anyway I don't care if you're right up front you're still looking up at the jumbotron so um. We're up there having a good time, and we got like two or three drinks before the VIP thing even opened anyway. And my wife, being producer Sarah, uh, as she is, she uh, <laughs> she doesn't like Sprite, um, she but she does like vodka, right? So loves it. The we we the the bar that we had access to didn't have any tonic water, didn't have any club soda, but they did have Sprite, and she wasn't waiting on the the other bar to open. I mean, this tells you how hardcore she is because I like the Sprite because it hides the bite of the alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Well, the lime... Yeah, no, hey, hey, not producer Sarah. Uh, I like to taste it when I drink it. Vodka Tom. Well, that is why she usually gets a double in a single so she can actually get a taste Woo-hoo! of them. Yeah, yeah, I've been there too. But technically, like when you're drinking a vodka, uh, like, a, like a vodka tonic, if you get, if you get limes in there, it's going to really cut it and it's going to be okay anyway. But she isn't going to waste any time, so she goes ahead and she gets that Sprite. I just got a vodka. Uh, I just got a beer. Oh, Brian got a Bud Light, actually. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah, I got a. But it was just for the same reason. They didn't have anything else good, and I wasn't going to not drink. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you're, you're, you're getting free, and, and but the free is limited a little bit. Right, right. But so, uh, okay, it's still free. It's included. But it's still free. So we're we're drinking before the VIP even opens, and then the VIP opens, and then we go get a couple more drinks. And uh, we made friends with the people around us, uh, like, like you usually do, you know, like not... Hey, let me get your digits. But like, uh, hey, where are you from? Oh, you're from Wichita. Cool. We used to be from Wichita. What are you up here for? Oh, you're up here for a wedding. The people to the left of us, it was like a new couple, you know, so we're talking to them and we kind of just make friends with everybody around us. Yeah, sure. So let's go ahead and cut now to Leavenworth, Kansas. Oh, okay. Yeah, Leavenworth. What's going on up there? Yeah, I'm shoving down a piece of Casey's cold gas station pizza that I got off of a spindle because I hadn't eaten all day. That's and, not, dude. Uh, as far as, as far as gas station food goes, I <laughs> I'm a fan of the Casey Pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm I mean, a fan it, of the it was probably pizza. delicious when it was cooked 13 hours prior to that. Um, the guy who made that pizza had already been home and in a four hour nap by the time I picked it up. Yeah, that's fair. So, Twelve hours and, is a cutoff for that type of pizza. I grabbed a uh, 
a Diet Dr. Pepper because I was out at the house. I hadn't had one all day. Oh, that's, that's a good idea. That's, that's, that's a good idea to go ahead and get some uh, caffeine right before you're about to do a sleep study. <laughs> yeah, Abel, I didn't think about that. But clearly the nurse nabbed it from me as uh, soon as I pulled it out of my bag. That's a good idea. That's a good nurse. Her and I uh, didn't start out on the best of terms because of that, but she was very nice. And um, I go up and I'm there with a 90-year-old man who's going to be in the other room. I'm What's, like, the Great. What's the point? What's the point? You're 90, uh, you're 90 years old. What's the point? You've already made it through. Dude, I mean, you're going to be dying in your sleep soon anyway. Who cares if you're doing it 13 times a night? Exactly. <laughs> That's my yeah, point. You're just now getting around to that? Dude, if I'm 90 years old, if I'm 90 years old, I'm doing heroin. I'm not, exactly, I'm not doing a sleep out. test. The blaze of glory. Exactly. Uh, you know, his name was Virgil or something like that. But Sounds so, about right. Uh, I'm yep. over there, um, and I'm... Uh, she has already snatched my Diet Dr. Pepper and I'm pacing the room because this is just feeling weird to me. Okay. It looks like a hotel room, but with all the makings of a hospital bed around it. And I'm already starting to get video of you and Sarah surrounded by beautiful freaking women. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's Oh yeah. You would have been the single guy there. You guys are all dancing, having a great time. That's right. And I'm watching some dance show with Jennifer Lopez. Oh, that sounds um, nice. That sounds real nice. And- Finally, she comes in and she starts hooking up electrodes all the way from the soles of my feet oh. up to the scalp of my head, on my face, on my arms, everywhere. That sounds like a lovely way to sleep. Yeah, I mean, go, just like the cartoon you posted, <laughs> go ahead and sleep normally. Just go ahead and sleep normally. <laughs> exactly. And then he said, based on your at-home sleep test, we can already tell you have sleep apnea. But I found out a few more things. It's uh-huh. only considered an apnea event if you stop breathing 10 seconds or more. Oh. So thinking about that 32 to 36 times an hour that I was breathing, uh, that, that they've counted as an apnea event, that was for 10 seconds or more? Yeah. You're talking minutes. Crazy. Minutes. That's, Three and a half minutes. I, 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 dude, what what the heck's going on, man? <laughs> so I, I, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to trying to figure out like all this stuff. And she says, we're going to go ahead and have you sleep with a mask. You guys are going to be able to check our Facebook page to see the first mask they put on me. It's strapped around my head. Yeah. And I fell asleep at first. Now this is blowing a constant stream of air up your nostrils. It never stops, never stops. Right. I sleep and I woke up and I just pressed the button. I said, get this damn thing off me or I'm ripping all these wires off and I'm out of here. I was, I had a panic attack. I'm not going to lie. Everybody. I'm just picturing you. As, as Bane from Batman. Yes. Uh, Bane I was wondering which was going to break first. Your will or your back. But it was just like a very small one. It just covers the nose. Get these wires off me or I'll burn the city down. <laughs> Dude, I freaked out. I'm not going to lie. And, um, Where's the video of that? And I, and, and I say, I'm having a panic attack. I got to tell you the truth. I know I've never had one, but I definitely know that's what this is. Right, right. And, and and then some weird stuff happened. Like it felt familiar to me. Like I had these visions of being at, in a hospital bed, oh. being to machines and having a machine breathe for me. It felt familiar. Like I don't know. I don't want to say past life or whatever, but it just freaked me out. It was an you alien abduction. I, clearly, this, this is my life now. Have you have you ever seen Fire in the Sky? The alien movie about the alien abduction with Peter Berg? 
Dude, okay, now now you're talking. That sounds very familiar to me. Oh, I have seen that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like where he just he's like he's driving through the forest, and all of a sudden he just wakes up on a uh, on a UFO, and he's got all the, the stuff attached to him, and he, but he never remembers it until he actually wakes up from it. And it was like the next time and he was hooked and, up to something he has like that. Glimpses of it. Right, right. Well, for me, that's what was happening in this bed. So finally, she sets me up on a different mask that's not as intrusive. It doesn't like wrap around your head like a, con- a boa constrictor. And, uh, <laughs> and and she says, you know what, honey? I should have put it on a ramp for you. I'm sorry. A I ramp? said, a ramp? What's a ramp? It says, oh, that's whenever it just starts with a nice little slow, gentle breeze of air in your nose. <laughs> and it slowly picks up with pressure over a 30-minute period. So it doesn't get to full blast until you're in a deep sleep. Of course. Oh, yeah, of course. You should have started with that. It was like you just pulled up the quit trip, threw a dollar into that damn machine, and shoved that freaking hose up my nose. It was just blowing hard. Even <laughs> yeah. when you're exhaling, it's still inhaling for you. Right. And it never quits. And all the while, all I can think about when I close my eyes is that you were fist bumping yeah. at Power and Light. So there I am at Power and Light, and Pauly D comes out. He's wearing a, a Patrick Mahomes jersey, and everybody freaks out. And I, I you know, there's a spectrum as far as homosexuality goes. And I'm, I'm at least like a 30%. So when I see Polly, Polly D, uh, you know, a little bit of my, uh, my homosexual side is going, oh yeah, he's looking good. I'll do things. Okay. Okay. You're clearly a solid 60%. And which, which direction? Oh, okay. And dude, Polly D for real. Yeah. Have you seen his biceps <laughs> and, his sho- on, and his shoulders? Have you seen his mushroom head that he has? It's, all that. I love it. I love awesome. it. Uh, it I'm into Guido's me, apparently. Like, he just crawled out from under a car and he's like doing the Uptown Girl video, like Billy Joel. He's, yeah. I don't know. He's going to go make me a pizza and probably yeah. steal the change off my dresser. Yeah. 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 It doesn't do it for you. <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> so anyway, continue. So he comes, Patrick Mahomes. he comes he out. He's greasy. Oh yeah, he's greasy. And uh, <laughs> and about every five minutes, I, I hear Sarah just going, "Oh, uh, I need another one." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah." Producer's putting them down. And I'm going. I'm getting a couple extra. And every time I'm walking by the food, and I'm not getting food. And I, I would come back, and I'd be like, "Do you want anything to eat?" She's like, "No, I'm good." I'm like, "You know what? I'm good too. I don't. I don't need anything." And um, uh, so I, I start making these videos the whole time. I, I haven't sent them to you and I was going to make a video out of it for the show, but they're so stupid. They're so awful because I thought it was funny to be like, you know, when we used to do a whole bunch of drugs and like we would just, yes, I, I kind of remember. Yes. Yeah. Well, especially on ecstasy, when we listen to techno music, like we get to the point where we just stop and stare uh, and like, okay. Actually, you did that one. I loved it. You're like dancing at a good time, and all of a sudden, you just stopped. <laughs> I stopped and that just had this stone cold. So, we we, we got to post a video of 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 our uh, alternate nights. We we have enough footage, don't we? Yeah, I think so. I could probably make something for it. I'll okay. make something for it uh, in the evenings while I'm not in training right now. But um, so I'm I'm making these stupid videos. I'm going back probably five minutes is pushing it. I'm gonna say every seven minutes. I'm going back and getting Sarah Sarah drinks. And um, at one point, we're sitting there jumping around, having a good time, and the, the lady next to us has like a fish bowl of beer. They've put like three beers in this fish bowl, and this was actually this is actually something that they were giving to everybody, like not giving to everybody, but you could order this drink from one of the downstairs uh, bars, where it's like 
32 ounces of beer, which is not conducive to a techno or an EDM concert. Everybody's no, jumping no. around. Yeah, sitting there trying to dance and, and, and jump around with that in your hand. Exactly. And this is where things start to get, like, if I, producer Sarah should be here for this because I contend that she knocked the beer over, but she contends she had nothing to do with it. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're saying that the aquarium of beer fell? The aquarium of beer fell on the person next to us. Oh. Okay. Now, to be fair, it was that person's beer. It wasn't our beer, so it was their beer, and they left it up on the ledge for it to be knocked over by somebody, whoever it is. Yeah, sure. You can't just set a birdbath of beer up on a ledge when you have people jumping around. There's a freaking robin in there watching its wings and shit. You've seen uh, so uh, so I married an axe murderer, right? Yes, you know, I have. You know, at the very beginning, the opening credits is just this massive cappuccino that they're carrying through the coffee yes, the, through yes. the, the coffee bar, and they walk yes. up to uh, 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 Michael Myers and they give it to him, and he said, "Whoa, I believe I ordered a large coffee," and it's like you know, <laughs> it, it's that size of bowl, okay? That is a terrible choice by the people selling the beers. Yeah, just terrible. the worst, the worst. So. Uh, so we're we're dancing, having a good time, and I recollect Sarah knocking it over, but she swears to, swear to God she didn't do it. Either way, it lands on this sweet girl who's next to us, and I thought it was going to be... What's that? Was it that blonde? It was. It was. Oh, God, it should have been there. All over her. Her boyfriend <clears throat> was standing right I next mean, to her. Her boyfriend's a nice guy. I mean, that <laughs> dude, I should have been there. We could have been friends. That's right. You could have made a good friend. And, uh, and like, like everybody looks over there. We're all like, (gasps) and she looks at Sarah, Sarah kind of sides, eyed her side eyes her. And then just kind of goes back to jumping around. Like she didn't even notice that it happened. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Is everybody okay? And her boyfriend's like, Oh my God, look at this mess. I'll be, I mean, right now I imagine those videos like where the fat dude tries to run on the yard and jump into an above ground pool. He yeah. hits the side of it and the whole entire pool collapses and just that tidal wave goes across the whole yard. Oh, so you've seen this. I did make a video of it. You saw it. Okay. So, <laughs> so he's like, Oh my God, I will be right back. And I thought he was going to be like with a, with a bunch of paper towels. He said, I'll be right back with another beer for you. <laughs> uh, so, so I'm, so I'm, I'm reaching down into my duffel bag, right? Okay. And I'm, sne- I'm sneaking sips of my diet Dr. Pepper from oh, my 20 ounce bottle Brian. and I'm watching the video and, um, the way that producer Sarah is dancing, I'm like, Oh my God, she is feeling that booze. Oh, you At have no idea. She's dancing. And she leans back and her eyes kind of go across for a second. She gives you like this over-the-shoulder kiss. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. She never does that. feeling it. I know she does it. Yeah. I mean, she's being – she's showing affection. Showing affection. She's showing affection, period. She's rubbing up on me, like rubbing her butt on me and stuff. I'm like, this never happens. Yes, I love this. For Jeremy, it's going to happen tonight. Having a great time. Having a great time. And And then I go back to playing – um, the wonderful game called Monument Valley. I, I, as you can see, I'm taking my sleeping very serious. What the hell <laughs> is Monument Valley? Monument Valley. Um, Amy. Amy in Memphis recommended it to me. Okay. She heard the episode about my, you know, anxiety and stuff. I go through sometimes and stressful situations. Oh, okay. So this, after- is, 
the dinner roll. So this is some uh, sort of uh, of knitting application that she uh, that she recommended to you or something? Or? It, it oh. is a very fun uh, uh, puzzle type game. It's really cool, but the music is very relaxing. The scenery is really cool, and except for the whole premise is like you know this mom who's trying to guide her daughter through these weird mazes, and sometimes it gets separated, and then that kind of sent me into anxiety too. No joke. But, but for the most part, uh, Madam Woolite on Twitter, I do love the game. So I'm okay. playing the game. And remind you, I'm supposed to be sleeping. What time? Is, what time is this? This is probably at uh, ten o'clock. We're getting close to ten thirty or eleven at this point. Interesting. Okay, I, I, and I, I know we want to go back and forth on this, but by that time we were already asleep. Continue on. That's the thing. Suddenly, I get a I get a message, you know, from one of our listeners, Shauna, and Shauna is out there with another listener, Angel. Angel and Shauna are there, and they're like, "Hey, are you guys here tonight?" Yeah. I'm like, "Well, unfortunately, I'm hooked up to a hospital bed right now," <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, that sucks. This place is on fire. It's lit. It was it's, man. It's, it's these other expressions that people use, and I'm trying to learn right now on fleek." And I said, well, "I said, but Jeremy and producer Sarah are there." No way. We want to meet them. We want to meet them. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay. Well, I'm going to arrange that because we definitely want to interact with our listeners. Absolutely. Let, let, let me go ahead and shoot Jeremy a message. Yeah. Yep. So I shoot Jeremy a message. Hey, we have listeners there right now that want to meet you. No hey. response. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Hey, uh, um, they say they're at something called the shark bar. Jeremy, do you and Sarah want to go meet them there? Right across from where we were, right across from where we were. I could have, I could have seen them from where we were. Not a problem. No response. Yep. Yep. And then, um, you finally respond back. We're not there anymore. (laughs) (laughs) At first I'm kind of thinking, dude, if you don't want to meet the listeners, just say it, man. I mean, it's like, I mean, that's what it is. I mean, it's, it's nothing uncomfortable. I mean. But uh, then he goes ahead and uh, goes ahead and goes ahead I and tells ahead. me the story. We allowed to discuss this next portion. We are. Producer Sarah gave us permission to discuss this next portion. Producer Sarah, thank you. So, She's the freaking greatest. So at one point, she is like leaning back into me, and if I would have taken a step back, she would have she would have fallen flat. Okay, and so I'm I'm holding her up, going, "Hey, what do you say we uh, we take off? This is getting a little." Uh, little crazy right now we, we've had a good time and in fact uh Polly d was done there was like another guy who's coming on after him which is always like the the way down you know what i mean and we didn't recognize who he was so we're sure. i'm just like what do you say we leave and she's like no nah, i'm just doing i'm fine i'm gonna find why don't you give me another drink why don't you give me another drink <laughs> so i went to the bar and i came back with no drinks on purpose and i, I yeah. said i said oh um <clears throat> what do you say we head out? I acted like we never had the conversation before. <laughs> she said, Good. she Good said, call. that's, that's the, best, the best thing to do. Anytime you're talking to a woman is pretend they're stupid. No, I just knew the state of mind she was in. So I came back and I said, Hey, what do you say we head out? And she, she like went to turn around and almost fell on me again. And she said, Oh, man, oh maybe that's a good idea. Maybe it's a good idea. Tell you what, Jeremy, what do you say we go? <laughs> like okay, it's, it's... Jeremy says to me in a message, um, "I'll tell you the rest here in a couple seconds." But I have a feeling that Sarah's going to feel like you did last weekend, yes. and I'm like, "Oh no, what's going on?" Absolutely. So, um, 
on the way back from Kansas City Live to the Marriott. It's about like less than a half a mile walk. Everybody note he said Marriott. Thank you. Continue. Oh, Marriott. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm, so, I'm sorry, Mr. Marriott. Strike from the record. I am sorry for uh, for mispronouncing all of the Marriott, the lovely Marriott workers out there. I apologize for mispronouncing your lovely hotel. I'm staying at a Hilton right now. That's why I misspelled that my I mispronounced. My apologies. I'm staying at a Hilton right now. And uh, so on the way back, on the stairs going down from Casey Live, she took a break. Just sat down mid-stairs, not even like on the landing. <laughs> she was like step eight out of 15. She just stepped, sat down right there. This looks like a good place. Yeah. And I just said, okay, not a bad idea. Not a bad, the, the state that you're in right now, this is a good idea. I will allow this. So we're just sitting there and she's like, I had a really good time and I, I, I really, I, I really appreciate you taking me to DJ Pauly I'm like, hey, I had a great time oh my too. God, what a cutie! This was this was so much fun. What do you say we go? Are you okay? Yeah, I think I, I think we should go. I'm like, all right, good idea. Let's go. So we continue walking down. We make it all the way down the stairs and make a right out of there, and we make it to the intersection. And we're waiting for the old crosswalk to give us the uh, the white walk walk guy symbol. And she yes. sits sits down again. And I said. Sarah. Which, remember, you do not walk until the white guy says you can. That's right. So I told her, I said, hey, honey, um, probably not a good idea to be sitting down in the middle of the street like this. Um, there's a little thing. Oh, that's a terrible place to take a break. <laughs> yeah. It, there's probably, it, there's a thing called drunk in public that I would like to yes. avoid. Public intoxication. Not a good idea. She's like, yes, yeah, no, we should, we should, we should probably get up. We should probably get up and go. I'm like, well, we aren't sitting down. You should probably get up. <laughs> And then we can go. So she gets up. Hey, uh, uh, maybe we drank a little bit too much. (laughs) She said. Maybe we spilled that beer. She said at one point, I should have had, I should have had something to eat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You should have. I should have too, but not because of the same reason. I'm doing okay. I'm just really freaking hungry right now. I'm starving. So we get to um, like just around the corner of, of the the front of the building. So maybe 50 steps away from the front of the building and she starts to collapse again. And at this point, I've got my hand around her waist. I'm keeping her up and I'm basically holding her as we're walking in. And she starts going, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. I'm being ridiculous. I'm being ridiculous. This is I'm better, so I'm better drinking than this. She did say stuff like that. And and we get in, and we hadn't been in this this part before because Marriott has two hotels downtown, and uh, the the walkway from the main one is on the second floor, and you just walk in, and there's a there's a bank of elevators right there, and then we, then we went up from there. So she had never seen the front of this hotel. We walk in, she's uh-huh. like, "We're in the wrong hotel, Jeremy. We're in the wrong hotel. You took me to the wrong hotel." I'm like, "No, honey, this is the right one. We're in the right hotel. We just have to go around the corner. This isn't even a man." Marriott. Like Sarah, thank you for pronouncing oh. it correctly. Thank you for pronouncing it connect correctly. Even in no, your I state, doubt she said that. But she said you. we're not even in a Marriott. And uh, so we we get into the hotel uh, room. I lay her down, and she she promptly falls asleep. And that's when you and I start having a conversation. And I'm explaining to you that she pulled a Dwyer, and uh, she didn't have any she didn't have any dinner rolls in her pocket, thankfully. But. No. Uh, but uh, she did who get up. Would? She did get up in the middle of the night. <laughs> did you say who would? <laughs> yeah, who would have a dinner roll in their pocket? <laughs> we didn't pass the Grandies. Why would she have one? <laughs> and uh, so uh, she gets up in the middle of the night and she she goes to the restroom like you do when you're drunk. 
And she came back and I, I was like, oh, honey, uh, you want to turn off the light? Um, you, you left the light on. She said, I didn't leave anything on. Sarah, the the door is open there and the light is on. She turns around. She goes, when did I go in there? (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. I said, you just just got back from over there. Can you please go turn it off? She went back in in there. She turned it off, but then she didn't come back to bed for like five minutes. (laughs) Oh, man. So I got up and I like, I went in there and I opened the door just like a, a couple of inches and I turned the light on and she was laying down in the bathroom. And so you told me to not talk about this, to keep it quiet. And I did until now. And I'm glad she gave us permission to do so. She did. I, I, I picked her up, got her back in bed and she woke up the next morning and, and, you know, feeling bad. But then I walked her through all of this and she said, man, I was being ridiculous. And I said, yeah, you were. You mentioned that last there, night too. And she owned up to it. That's good. Immediately. Um, and, and in the meantime, up until seven o'clock in the morning, finally, I had the new mask on. She set me up on the ramp, and I ended my night of my sleep test with five hours of uninterrupted REM sleep. Holy cow. And that's just from the test. Yes. Like, and, well, and, and, and that's with that breathing mask. And I, right. I have the breathing mask next to me here. I don't have my machine yet, but I do have the mask here with me, and I will be able to sleep like that now every night. And the thought of that is exciting. I just have yeah. to wait for the insurance company to approve the findings, and then I will be able to get my machine. Oh, my God. So, so it's crazy how they, they diagnose this, and they tell you how dangerous and threatening it is. <laughs> and then they say, you need to get this fixed right away, and now you have to wait a month and a half, two months before you get the thing that's going to save your life. Hopefully you don't die in those six weeks. But, uh, Thank you. If you don't. Thank you. Well, I figure Virgil could hang on that long. <laughs> I can make it a little bit longer. <laughs> long story Virgil's short, doing his thing. we were in bed before you. And the whole point of your night was to yes. sleep. That's the entire yes, point of your exactly. night. The entire point like, of our night was to party. Like, I, I know. And, and we did the opposite. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I, I told people, I said, I think, honestly, I slept better when I was on meth. Um, I don't know it just be true, but I'm just, <laughs> I'm just so freaking scared. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. scared. But, but, I mean, you know, everything worked out. It was great. And um, I don't know. I I really think it's going to help me. And I guess a lot of people get these things. We talked about this in the past. Yeah. A lot of people will get these and then they will get annoyed with them and they will quit using them. Yeah. So that's like what I was freaking out about with the panic attack, because if I, it, you know, if it came down to it, what I use it. And I'm going to say that I went to a the only time I ever felt anything close to a panic attack like that was whenever the Native American call-out in prison invited me to their sweat lodge ceremony. Okay. What? This Did you say in prison? Yes. They invited you to a sweat lodge ceremony? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. So this is, you know, an an ancient tradition, and basically it is symbolic of being reborn. Yeah. So you're in the dark womb, you're in there, you know, and then boom, you come out. You know, pure, fresh, clean, like like a new baby born into the world, right? Right, right. And you have these rocks, uh, these huge, big river rocks and volcano rocks that are on a fire all morning long. Okay, okay. Now, where was this? This was on uh, the Native American uh, religious grounds on the prison. Oh, my God. So there's Native American religious grounds on the prison. 
every religion has the right to have their own grounds or their own area of worship. Wow. Okay. So this is outdoors then or? Yes. Yes. Wow. That's cool. So, so, so they have something called an, an EP. Okay. Okay. And that's what you do the ceremony in. Okay. Uh, traditionally it'd be covered in, um, the, the height of buffaloes, but we don't have that in there. Right. So it's just several, several layers of these dark brown, thick blankets. Wow. By the time they close the quote-unquote door, it's complete darkness in there except the glow of the hot rocks, wow. which they dip the water in. Oh, wow. You can't see anything. So my thing is if I die, nobody's going to know I'm dead. You know, like, 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 like if I stop breathing, nobody's going to know. I mean, you're packed in there knee to knee with guys with two rows. Wow. You know, and, um, dude, I freaked out so bad the first time I, I ran out before they even closed the door. Oh, wow. I, mean, let's say I had claustrophobic issues pretty yeah. bad. Yeah. And yeah. I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm admitting to this, but, <laughs> um, it really, it really pushes you. Like some people get in there and it's nothing. And there's six rounds of this six rounds. By the time you get done, you look like a lobster. You're just burned. Right, right. I've heard um, of this. And uh, dude, I'm telling you that finally, you know, with each one, it got a little better, got a little easier. And finally, my last one that they did for me before we went home, I did every single round the whole entire time I fought through it. You know, wow. and, and it was it, – it's so – so it's just it's overcoming those fears and and and, and I know this mask is going to be weird in the beginning, but it's something that I have to do. And by the way, I owe it uh, to Dallas. Dallas helped me get through that sweat lodge. Oh my gosh! Like he, that guy can can lean over the top of the rocks. Not me. Wow. I'm in the back row and like and like sometimes people <laughs> dig under the uh, under the ground just to try and feel grass on the outside. Oh wow. So your fingertips can feel cool, fresh air, and you're just in this dark pit just wanting to rip it. Oh, man, I tell you what. It's got to be a crazy experience because because like I've heard of these things before, but it's usually like what, what corporations do like on a retreat to go out and like have this uh, communal experience with each other. But sure, sure. not only hey, are, are you doing – Here's the thing. You know, but the, the, the difference between corporate America and, and the prison mentality – Yes, that's what I was getting to. They make everything about a competition and manhood. You right. know what I mean? Like yeah. we're going to make it as extreme as possible. Right. So, I mean, it's just hardcore heat. But you're also already in prison, which yes. is a different mentality altogether. You're like, you yes. already can't get out of that. And sure, but now you're locked in this dark. Another prison. When, when you breathe, you feel the hot steam burn your lungs. Wow. It's burning your face. Your eyeballs are burning. And um, it goes until somebody can't take it anymore and they yell, door. Oh, wow. That means the round is over. Okay. And you don't want to be that guy, especially no. if you're a visitor. No. Everybody's in there. Just It's a pride thing, you know? And, yeah. Oh, man. Sometimes somebody would just show mercy and call door for you. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who did that for me. Yeah. <laughs> but, so so, so I, I kind of felt the same way with that first mask that I did in there. But I overcame that. I will overcome this. I will make it through and things will be better. Well, I want to say that um, uh, we'll get to a weight loss update here in just a little bit. But the uh, the the just use being able to sleep, uh, getting a good night's sleep aids in weight loss. So – just imagine the, the the benefits that you're going to be seeing in the gym and as far as weight loss goes, once you're you're actually going through this on a nightly basis, you start putting nights into weeks into months and 
you're going to feel really good. But uh, I think we need to pause for a, a commercial break here real quick, and then we'll get into our, our weight loss, okay? Okay, go for it. Oh, my God. Who brought the donuts, huh? Thank you. I'm going to grab me a couple of those real quick. Oh, my God. Those look amazing. Put the donut down, fat ass. Are you trying to lose weight, but you have friends out there who are enabling you to get fat? Well, stop relying on your friends and count on your paid enemies, the chodies, here to tell you when you are just being a fat ass. But I can just have one donut, right? Don't even think about it, you fat <laughs> yeah, so hey folks, you know what we figure we're doing this weight loss challenge. We're experts now. Experts, total experts. And you know that we feel that we haven't been hard enough on soup. Right. Yep. Yep. Maybe if we would have been like this the entire time, that's that guy could have a twelve pack by now. So we've realized the error in our ways. Okay. That was the only thing that we were lacking was the fact that we didn't give soup a hard time this entire time you may think we've been giving a hard time but not nearly hard enough so yeah, i mean it, it's he knows it's all with love and you know it's, it's, it's just with our kid gloves on right but we should have been and, and if you are beating around the bush that's right losing weight, that's right and you need us to come to you and talk to you we're there that's right we are the ones that you can look to. Now we're not going to come to you. We don't. We don't want to come to you. But actually, that's true. We will berate you on on social media. So reach out to yes. us on social media. Let us know that you need some help. Maybe send us a, a picture of some food that you are considering eating, and we will set you straight. Okay, just yep. reach out to us. Post pictures of you on your timeline, in outfits that you have, in your photos on your Facebook account. And we'll say, hey, look at you here. Do you really think you need to eat that? That's right. We're, we're going to be in your face because that's what it takes, right? That's what it takes. Right, right. And and you may think that we actually mean it. And let me assure you, we do. Okay? We do. We, we do. do. We, do. We, do. we do. We do. You fat f***. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, though? I, uh, I, I'm i nervous. I got down here and I've been really kicking uh, kicking A on my diet. Uh, like really focusing on the fasting portion of it and um, like really limiting my car, my, my, uh, my calories, not my carbs necessarily. Cause I get free uh, like free um, uh, bagels here. So I have a bagel with cream cheese take them up on that like ba- free bagel with cream cheese. And there's like apples and bananas and stuff like that. So I take that in the morning and have that for lunch. And then I get here in the evening and they've got a spread in the evening too. So I'm saving money. I'm like, if it's free, I got to have it. I'm just limiting the amount that I'm having. Not to. So you're doing the intermittent fasting. What yeah. time do you stop eating at night? Uh, eight o'clock. And then what time do you start eating in the morning? Noon. Okay. That's great. That's good. Yep. That's about the same yep. for me. I, I have my last meal around six o'clock. And yeah. I'm, I, I guess, yeah, probably around 11 o'clock. So yeah. I, I try to stretch it to like one. A lot, but we yeah. we've been released for for lunch at noon, and I gotta I try to get a couple miles walking on the campus as well. There's a really beautiful campus where I'm at, so I'm trying to get a couple miles uh, while I'm doing that. But I got on the scale on Saturday after I've been here for a week. Like my, even my pants are fitting better in this one week. I'm like, yes, I'm killing it. Look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, I can tell that I'm 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 getting trim. I stand on the scale, and I'm only down one pound. I'm so knows. I mean, you know, sometimes it's deceitful. Like, you know, me right now with the car that I work out with, that was last week's prison word of the week. Yeah. The car that I work out with currently right now, we are in a, uh, uh, a bulking stage. We're not in our cutting stage. So we're not doing, you know, actually we're just about to start back this week 
on the cardio and stuff, which is going to help. Right. But you know, if, if you're doing a lot of weight training and you're eating right, sometimes you're not going to lose. I mean, you know, you do gain muscle. You do. And you, I mean, that's true. I'm not so lifting it's weights not though. That you're not getting the benefits of it. You just don't see it sometimes when you stand on the scale. I'm not bulking but, though. I, I mean, I am. I am doing high reps, you know, but I'm not. I'm not bulking by any means. But Sarah pointed out, you know, it's on a different scale. Uh, she said, you want me to grab, you, she said, you want me to grab my 20 pound kettlebell and put it on the, on the scale to see how ours is. And ours, uh, she put the kettlebell on there, 20 pounds. It was 19.6. I said, that's really damn close. That's like close that's enough, really close. close enough for me to say, okay, our, our scale is accurate. I, uh, I went and grabbed a 60 pound weight at the gym that I was at and put it on there. And it said it weighed 65 pounds. I said, oh, this thing is heavy. You're doing good then. This thing is heavy. I've lost, I've lost like five pounds. I'm doing okay. And then I promptly went and had some wings after that because I felt uh, pretty well, good about myself. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. Like I've been hitting the gym nonstop. I've been, I've been very strict on my diet again. But then I worked all weekend this weekend, and I had nachos for lunch yesterday because that's mm. what they ordered us. And then I had Chinese food today for lunch. But mm. besides that, I've been doing great. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I had a cheat day today. I had, uh, I had a donut from Dunkin' Donuts and a breakfast sandwich. Um, and then for dinner, I had half of a uh, barbecue chicken pizza. But that's all I've had today. So sounds amazing. But you're awful. doing okay. You're doing not okay. okay. Yep. yep. But, but I have not stood on a scale yet. I'm just going to wait until we meet in the studio, which is that next weekend or the weekend after? <sighs> it's going to be the weekend after. Yeah, I'm, I'm still. I'm going to be down here till April 12th. Okay, so so we, I, I'm going to wait to stand on the scale till then. We'll see what happens. But things are going good. Things awesome. are going. Really good all the way around. Awesome. Awesome. I don't want to get out of here without thanking uh, uh, people to, to uh, who are donating to our Cash App. Oh, yes. Thank you so much. Cash tag try to podcast. We've had Amy donate and we've had Aaron donate. Not to be confused yes. with Soup. Soup, who has claimed he was going to donate, has not yeah. done so yet. <laughs> yeah, Soup barely even donates uh, any anything when he shows up and speaks into the microphone. He really doesn't. Oh, that's... Do that's hard. She did a good job on the last episode. You have to he admit did that. Good job on the last episode. <laughs> he did. Um, so, uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, I did have the neck injury. So, like I told you, I was out for four days. Explain I'm that. Go back tomorrow, even though I probably shouldn't yet. I got to get back in the gym tomorrow. Explain that to me. You, 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 uh, you were texting me about that yesterday. What exactly did you yes. do? So, so, so we're doing incline bench. I can't even tell you what we're up to now, but we did a weight increase. Yeah, and, probably like 95, you know, still, 100 pounds, 95, 100, yeah. Much more than that. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I was feeling strong this day, though, because I've been getting a lot of gains, and I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try max out. I'm going to go for six. So I'm, I'm at – I'm going up. I do five, and I'm going up for six, and halfway there I'm struggling, and I make the big mistake that you can make when you're lifting weights. I turned my head oh. to give it an extra push, oh. and my neck – popped it was Gah. such a terrible pain Gah. i dropped all the weight on my chest and um i was done i mean mm. I, I have been in extreme pain ever since Ugh. but no but I, brian it was terrible never i mean i know never no turn your head your head straight keep your head straight no, what are you doing i know I, and, and i did not do that i mean and there, that was terrible there is a terrible. cheat there is a cheat when you're when you're when you're benching and you're starting to struggle and let's say your right hand's getting up higher than your left one there's a cheat that you used like to, to look over at your left and like focus on it. I mean, it works, you know, like psychologically, like looking That's at so it. That's so true. Just like whenever somebody like puts their pinky on the bar when you're struggling. Yeah. And all of a sudden you can rack it again. Like, yeah. Well, when like, you say put the pinky on, 
I'm just pinkies, bro. You're, you're talking about just lifting it, right? Just like barely, yeah, like, barely a little bit of pressure. Spotter. You're, yeah. You know, you're struggling and all of a sudden they just put their pinky on it and all of a sudden you're like, oh. You have a good spotter. You have a good spotter. There's nothing in the world worse than you're starting to struggle and the person just grabs it off of you and like lifts it all the way for you. You're like, no. Struggles where, where it's at. The, the, the strength is in the struggle is what they say in the gym. No, <laughs> that's the strength cool, really. is hey, in and, the struggle. And, and if you're not struggling, you're not really getting it. Right, right. So that's good that they're just barely putting some pressure on there. I spot people at the gym every once in a while and uh, I'll put just a little pressure on there and, and you'll see them look at me like, what are you doing? And I, I'm like, and so I'll just give them like a little bit more and they keep going. And then by the time they, they rack it, they're like, dude, I thought you were just going to take it from me. I said, that's not what you're supposed to do. And they think about it for a second and they go, oh yeah, yeah, that makes more sense. Thank you. Thank you. Like you actually did that when you, when your mind gave up, you still did it. I, I right. think that's one of the greatest things about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'll tell you what, guys, if you're not going to the gym and I don't want to sound like a douchebag. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. You, you should. Yeah. Like, like the hardest thing about going to the gym is actually getting there. Walking through those doors. Gym. Walking through those doors is the toughest part. Once you get there and you get done with it, you feel so good about yourself. Even just getting yeah. there and like going half ass actually is better than not not going at all no, no, get there and start out half ass, but then it's going to grow on you and you, you know you got to make some time for it yeah. you know we make time for a lot of things in our life that are not beneficial and i've done that trust me oh yeah i do I it mean, now I mean, i've done a lot of things and i have spent money on things that have done nothing but wreck me yeah so you know i i've made the decision i better start trying to correct those things as much as possible yeah. to try to make up for past damage done. Yeah. But no, you guys really should. But enough of that. I want to talk about the breakthrough I had. Oh, yes, yes. We need to end with that. Yes, I'm, I'm interested in hearing about this. As you guys all heard in um, in the dinner roll uh, episode, yep. um, March has been a very bad month for me because um, ever since I've been incarcerated, it's been hard being away from my daughter. Um, especially on her birthday that is in March and, uh, Christmas, you know, all, all those days are hard. And especially after I lost custody, um, of her while I was locked up right before I got out, I wasn't able to talk to her. Well, her mother blessed me with the opportunity to talk to her on her birthday. That was so cool. I, I, I was so happy to hear that. And I, I got to tell you guys, it was it has been a game changer. Like I, my, my attitude, my mentality, everything is better now. It's like it fixed something inside of me. And, and, and I know it's just the beginning and I'm going to build on this one phone call yeah. and, 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 and continue to go because it was not only good for me, it was great for my daughter. Oh yeah. Uh, she just kept telling you know, calling me daddy over and over again. Oh Tell my me God. She loved me. Uh, how much she missed me and, uh, and talking about her birthday and, 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 and wanting to send me school pictures. Uh, all, you know, all these things, um, just knowing that she has been wanting this as much as I have yeah. was fantastic. And, and everybody who reached out to me after that episode, I mean, I can't tell you how much that means to me. Yeah. And it means a lot to Jeremy because Jeremy knows how big of a deal this is. Oh, like, yeah. You know, like, like, like when I told this story to Jeremy, when I told this story to my cousin Matt, they both cried about it. Oh, I mean, yeah. come on. Oh. We're all crying. I mean, my, hey, my big thing uh, was. At my 80th birthday, I told Matt about it. He's just sitting there crying. Like, in front of, I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> thank you. 
dude. I know it's awesome, isn't it? Yeah, I, I asked you. I said, how did you make it through? Because I'm crying now, and I'm just reading the texts that you were sending me. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. how did you make well, it through? I fought through it to stay positive. For one, I don't want to make it weird or emotional for her. Right, yeah. And I know her mom's listening. I don't want her to think that this is that this is bad for her to talk to me. Right. So I held it together up until the very end, oh. and she's, you know, she's saying – uh, I, I, she said, well, I got to go. My, my, my mommy says we got to go. And I said, okay, well I, but, and as I was saying that she said, daddy, I love you so much. Uh, and I said, but I, I will talk to you again soon. She goes, but daddy, did you hear me? Did uh, you hear me? I said, I love you so much. And, uh, oh my gosh. I said, oh, I, I, I love you so much too. And, and I hung up the phone and I ugly cried uh, for like 20 minutes good i kept it all myself i didn't even share it with anybody yet yeah, yeah. i just kept it all myself i ugly cried and i passed out from the adrenaline oh, rush wow. that was associated with that phone call i fell asleep fully clothed <laughs> and but you know i i just can't believe what her mom made me go through to get that phone call you know what she made me do huh the right things oh i'm glad I'm glad you said that. You know, I mean, <laughs> that's all it takes. You know, I, I mean, yeah. all, all the stubbornness and hardheadedness and, and bad attitude and everything that I was trying to use before right. is not the right weapon to bring to that fight. Right. So I, I have to humble myself, and I am so thankful to my ex-wife. I'm so thankful to her new husband who takes care of my daughter. Oh. I'm so thankful to everybody who loves my daughter and makes her life better Whenever I can't be a part of it and until I can make my way back into her life, I am so thankful that she has a great circle of people around her. That is awesome to hear. That, and I, really I, I just blown. I mean, like it, it was the greatest gift I could have received. And and I just I, I don't know. Like I said, I, I'm still flying high from it. And, and and everybody wanted to know what that post on Facebook was about when I said a major breakthrough yeah. um, could possibly happen that day. That's what it was. It's huge. Uh, it's the very first step. This is the foundation of where everything else is going to go from here. And you've got a good foundation, a very good right. foundation. You know, you know I, I was so nervous, more nervous than I would be for like a date, more nervous than I would be for a job interview. Yeah. But whenever she sent me the text message at 10 in the morning, because I had sent the messages asking, please, can I please just talk to her? And I had forgotten about it. I get a text at like 10 in the morning that says, yes, we will call you tonight at 530. <laughs> My heart's pounding. At, 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 at 10, I, I got to wait until 530. I got the yeah. rest of the day to think about this. Yeah. And yeah. I, I mean, my heart is racing. But then I have an honest question I have to ask her mother. Um, whenever I talk to her, who do I tell her that I am? Am I allowed to say that I'm her dad. Yeah, and that's an honest question. And it's an honest and a very hard question to ask. Yeah, yeah. She said, you are her dad. She knows she has two dads. Uh, that's so good. And that just melted my heart to hear that too. So, so she calls me daddy. She calls the other guy dad. And the fact that I'm still in there just makes me so happy. And I'm going to keep doing the right thing over and over again until I finally can see her which I hope is very, very soon. So Dude, that's the, it, folks. I want to tell you that like, this right here is just like huge. It's, it, it's one of those things 
like that whenever somebody sees me on a day when I'm not smiling, on a day whenever people, you know, it's kind of like my thing in, in this world where I try and spread laughter and smiles no matter where I'm at. Sure, sure. And when people see me having a down day, they feel like they're screwed because if Brian's having a bad day, oh, yeah. then I have a chance. Yeah. Uh, on the moments that you saw me like that, it's always under the skin. It's her. Yeah. And it's the, the, the not having her in my life is that one piece that won't be right until I get that fixed. Right. And working on that. Right. A couple things here. Uh, one, it, it, um, it shows that, uh, your ex-wife has been doing the right thing. Uh, you know, whether you knew it or not throughout this entire ordeal, she wasn't talking S on you to, to your daughter. You know what That's I mean? That's right. She, she, like, she's only said, she, she's only said positive things about me. Now I will say that she did finally have to tell her when I was incarcerated that I did something bad right. and I was being punished for it. So right. she did. That's which, being which honest. That's being honest. I'm not just there because I, 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 I didn't just disappear because I wanted to. Right. And, and, but she wasn't sitting there going like, Oh, you're low life father. You're never going to talk to him again. I mean, exactly. she was excited. I, There's a reason why she was excited to talk to you. There's a reason why she was excited. Exactly. For that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the other thing is, uh, you also said, um, that, that you left out here. Um, she was saying, I knew you were going to call me daddy. I knew you would call me on my birthday. Yep. That was yep. so sweet. So sweet. It's like, it's like she wanted me to call, you know, for her birthday. I mean, that right. is like, it's so huge. I mean, I, I, I can't even express to you what it feels like, you know, to, to have a child that you can't see. I mean, there's a lot of people who don't want to see their children. Yeah. And they can. They have access to them anytime they want to, right. and they don't want to. And um, I, I know for a fact that if I had the opportunity to see her um, often, I probably would not, you know, have moved up here. Right. I, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, or, or I would be in Wichita all the time. Right. Right. And yeah, I, I just. I, I, I will never understand that. And I mean, I know, Jeremy, you've had some stuff in your past. Maybe we'll get to it, you know. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm talking about from, you know, your childhood. I don't know if we'll ever get in that or not. But Yeah, we probably will. I'm adopted. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Jeremy's adopted. I mean, so, I mean, I know we all struggle with things in one way or the other. Right, right. Um, my real dad, you know, is is was never really in my life. And, and, and these are things I will never understand because – I know I made decisions that took me away from my daughter, but it doesn't mean that I ever wanted to be away from her. When was the last time you heard her voice? Before that, it had been uh, like two and a half years. Oh, wow. Dang. Yep. Dang. Dang. Well, I'm happy for you, man. So grown up. This is huge. And, and just so you guys know, she's definitely my daughter. Whenever I asked her what her favorite subject is, she said art. And I said, what's your other favorite subject? She said lunch. Uh, hey, that was always my favorite too. <laughs> That's another way you see gains, man. You got to you actually have to eat. <laughs> so you have to eat. You have to feed the body. That's right. That's right. So she's doing great. So, you know, uh, I, I just am so thankful to, to, to my ex-wife for allowing that to happen. And like I said, I understand, you know, that, that this is all my fault and I'm trying to make things right. And I just appreciate the fact that you see me doing the right thing and you allowed us to talk. So thank you so much. Even though she won't hear this, nah, I'm nah. still just happy. I still want to put it out in the universe. Yeah. I still want to put it out there. Yeah. Uh, so um, the other day in training, we were going through some icebreakers and uh, there, I, we were required to say one interesting thing about us. 
uh, and I said, uh, my name's Jeremy, I'm from Kansas City, and um, I do a podcast. And everybody was like, what? Uh, because at work, I am like very straight-laced, and I, I joke around when there's time to joke around, but I'm also very business-like at work. When you listen to the show, you probably wouldn't get that, but at work, I'm very straight-laced. And um, they're like, what? Uh... I'm you can separate it, because I'm the same both places. Yeah. I'm pretty much like Michael Scott from The Office at work. <laughs> so I, uh, so um, they said, what's your podcast about? I said, well, I, I do it with, uh, with a buddy of mine who was in prison for five years. And uh, it's all about um, us trying new things and uh, trying to start over in a new, uh, new city. And they're like, well, trying new things. What do you mean? I said, well, honestly, he was in prison for five years. So he is just trying to get back on track. And yes. and this, you know, hearing people, people hearing you talk about this, this is you getting back on track. It's working. And I again, I don't want to put too much credit on the show by any means, because you'd be working on this anyway. But I feel like this has been a good outlet for you. And I'm happy about this. Shout out right now to Courtney, who was a dear friend of mine from the past. Uh, gosh, I've known her since probably. 1999 um we worked at fred astaire dance studios together oh, oh my god. god yes you and your I capizios to, yes. <laughs> um, i just pictured you and you in capizios right now <laughs> <laughs> no it was partner dancing thank you very much but oh, okay um you know she uh is one that really didn't want to talk to me or whatever i was you know out of control this and that and and she just she's listening to the show now she reached out to me awesome i mean this this show gives people the opportunity to look through, uh, you know, kind of like watching a, a zoo exhibit. You know, you're it's like you're, a, you're watching through the glass, but you don't really want to come in contact. With yeah, the animal yet. it's like a one way glass, though. Like they yes, you can't exactly. see them. I don't even know you're there. And I'm sure right. there's others of you right now who are listening that I don't know. And maybe you're on the fence or whatever. Whenever you're ready, call me. And if you're never not ready, then that's OK. I understand. But it's it's working, and my mom is like, so do you talk about everything on that show? And I said, Mom, yes, I do. She says, why would you do that? I said, because if I don't talk about the bad, then they won't recognize the good. Right. I cannot change what I did in my past, you know, and without the sour, there's not any sweet. Yep. To steal that from Cameron Crowe's movie, Vanilla Sky, starring <laughs> Tom Cruise and Jason Lee and Cameron Diaz. But anyway. <laughs> but that's good. Um, I, I'm with you on that. Um, it, it, people wouldn't respect the honesty if you weren't being honest. So good job, that's man. That's right. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. We got to. Yeah, I'm happy too. And, and this and, and this this thing is going to keep getting bigger and better. And we appreciate our, our loyal listeners, you guys are amazing. I just can't believe, like, not only the camaraderie you guys have amongst each other. Yeah. Like, like I noticed, like, a lot of you are, like, mutual friends now on yeah. Facebook. Yeah, and none that. of you knew anyone until you yeah. started interacting on our Facebook page and yeah. such. But yeah. I think that's great. But also just how you sincerely are engaged and worried and concerned. You You celebrate with us. You mourn with us. I mean, everything we go through, I just, I, I just really, I just really appreciate you guys. Honestly, thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to be doing this, uh, live from St. Petersburg in Kansas city again next week, man. Okay. I cannot <laughs> wait to be back in the room with you though. I so know. we can record the official intro. Oh, you need to scratch that one you did today. Oh, I do. 
Oh yeah, scratch what, it. What's wrong with the one I did today? I thought it was it sounded yeah, great. Let's go ahead and play some Pauly D music and let's get out of here. Was it the audio? The audio was the issue. I'm, it's kind of it's, it's kind of you know exactly what it was. Tim Canny in here a little bit, so I apologize. You're right, uh, Brian. I, I apologize. You're right. It was a bad intro because the audio is kind of bad. I apologize. Try to podcast. <laughs> you guys try to podcast.com. Uh, try to podcast on Twitter. Um, try to podcast on Facebook. Uh, Google Play, also on iTunes. Subscribe, like, and rate the show. Rate the show, leave a review. Oh, I was thinking about this, actually, uh, real quick before we go. What you should do uh, if you want to help us out is like on whatever social media that you that you use, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, like check in that like you're listening to Try to Podcast. And uh, put a link to the show um, for on whatever you know, whether it's Google Play or or uh, iTunes or even the website. Just put that on there with it, and uh, people will wonder what that is, and and we'll hopefully follow the link, and 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 we'll grow that way. So again, thanks for the support, guys. Keep your ears perked and listened up for a one year birthday party celebration that will be coming soon. All right, guys. <laughs> Try to podcast, guys. All right, thank you. I'm on my motherfucking grown man. Still the boy, but I'm my own man. Talking money like an old man, oh man. I don't learn to never take shit from no man. In my city, getting busy, they don't wanna hear me go up. I'm that motherfucking boy. Every time I hate or hear my name, he get annoyed. Talk the same old shit with the same old voice. You gon' have to fucking light me on, even never choice. Goddamn with it, I'm going ham with it. Quick to tell a bitch I wanna Uncle Sam with it. I learned to never give a fuck. My abstinence, I need. Rap Simmons with bad bitches, half British. Look, I got a couple million to make. My dudes belong in the jungles, but we don't chill with no snakes. See a swarm on the highway, they memorizing the place. Cause they never get to see me every day. I'm on my motherfucking grown man. Still the boy, but I'm my own man. Talking money like an old man, old man. I don't learn to never take shit from no man. In my city, get it busy on that boy, on that boy. On that motherfucking boy. On that motherfucking boy, on that boy, on that boy. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of a clunky end, but uh, well, we'll take it.